Today's reading is taken from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25, which on Church Bible is on page 783. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit." She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet: "The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us." When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Great. Thank you for reading, Lishi, and、uh, welcome from me as well. Is it work? Okay, great. If you don't know me, my name is Niels. I'm part of the staff team here, and it's a joy for me to bring you the good news of Christmas. We're celebrating Christmas because it's such good news. It's wonderful that Jesus came into the world. Why don't we pray? Father, thank you for the good news of Christmas. Thank you for,、uh, yeah, Jesus coming into the world,、uh, God Himself showing up. Pray that、uh, all of us would. Know what it means today, and、uh, yeah, respond with love and joy in our hearts. Amen. Great. Well, Christmas. Yeah, for many of us, it's a time of、uh, celebrating, isn't it? And especially with family and friends. Now, what I like personally about being with others, about family and friends, is that we can help each other. So I have children. And, some, and often they need my help, like for maths, and I know a lot more maths than they do, or they need something from a very tall shelf, and of course they can't reach it. So, Daddy, can you help me? I think it's great that I can help them.、Uh, they can help me. I'm now middle-aged, and so my eyesight is getting, yeah, a bit worse. So when there's mosquitoes, you know, I just can't spot them anymore. But they've got great eyes, so my kids, they, there, there, Daddy, and then I can try and, you know. <laughs> It's great that we can help each other.、Uh, it's not just family,、uh, friends.、Uh, yeah, I want to order something from Taobao, but I can't read it. And so it's great that we have Chinese friends who can do that for me.、Uh, maybe not even family and friends.、Uh, we often get help from other people outside of our friends and family. You know, you have some pain, and you don't know what it is, and it doesn't go away. But you go to the doctor. Because、uh, he knows medicine and he can help you, or you're in some, you know, legal situation, you need a lawyer, someone who knows what you don't. 
Now, as I think of all these examples, I think what you notice is that you need help from someone who is different from you. Someone who is not like you. Someone who can do the things that you can't. I mean, if you could do them yourself, you didn't need help. If you need help, it's someone, yeah, who is different from you. You need the tall shelf, you don't ask your little sister. You ask someone who is different from you. I guess uh, that's easy with friends and family, other professions. What about some of the bigger problems, though? What about problems that are big for, well, even a human to solve? I mean, it's something we like. I don't know if you've watched many movies, but uh, the biggest movies this year have been the kind of superhero movies. Marvel's made billions. And, of course, what is the message there? There are some things that ordinary people can't solve. Right? Some evil, some forces, they're too powerful. And we need someone, well, who is different from us. Someone from the outside who can help us, who can save the world. Um, you see it in uh, religions, right? Uh, if it's exam time, you go to Chekung Temple a bit further on, and you see lots of people making offerings for, you know, that their children would do well in the exams. I mean, they've tried very hard, the parents have pushed the children, and they've hired tutors, but now, yeah, they can't help anymore. And so they, they ask, please, eh? they hope it goes well. There are some things that we can't solve. And I don't know what it is for you. I don't know if there are problems in your life where you feel, you know, I can't solve this. I guess we know there is something wrong, though. I think most of us, we are looking forward to Christmas, but maybe not just celebrating it. I think this is why many of you look forward to it. You get a public holiday, three of them in two weeks, right? You don't have to work. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I mean, you're stuck at work, right? Many of you, I know you, you feel trapped. And there, there's the pressure and the demands and, and the hours. And you, you don't want it, but how can you escape it? What could be done to make Hong Kong a nice place to work? Uh, it's not just work. You know, you watch the news and you, you know, here's 2018 and all the things have happened the wars, uh, the terrorism, the crime, the disasters, maybe in your life, the bereavements, uh, the pains, the sickness that doesn't go away. Uh, if we want to understand Christmas, we need to see, yeah, there is something wrong with the world. I hope you feel that, that actually we, we live here, but we feel the world should be better, but it isn't. And who can help us with that? Who do we need to help us with this, this world? I mean, the whole world has these problems wherever you go. The whole world, people are committing crimes, doing injustice. The, the problem is the whole world. Who do we need? Well, the Bible gives us the answer. That is the good news of Christmas. The Bible, well, the Bible tells us what is wrong with the world. But it also tells us, yeah, the solution. Of course, you need to know the problem, right? Whether you need a lawyer or a doctor, you need to know the problem. But that is what we're going to look at from this passage in Matthew, the very first chapter 
of the New Testament. So what is the problem? Well, the big problem is that we are in exile. The Bible calls it exile. Now, I don't know if you know the word exile. Most of us, we hear exile, we think maybe of the Dalai Lama, the leader of Tibet, and, well, he's not in Tibet. He is not allowed in. He is living somewhere else. He wants to go home, be with his people, but he can't. He is barred from being there. And so he is forced to live somewhere else. That is what the Bible says. And you see that in Matthew chapter 1 from this, this genealogy that uh, is there in verses 1 to 17. Now, we haven't read it. It's, it's terrible. Can you imagine reading? You're doing the reading at church, and you get all these difficult names about Yotam and Manasseh and Nashon and whatever. But look at verse 17. It really shows Jesus is born in history, right? This is a, a history, and not just any history. It's the national history of Israel, God's chosen people. The God of heaven and earth, uh, before Jesus, he had chosen a nation to be his special people. And what was their history? Verse 17. Thus there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David. 14 from David to the exile, to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. That is their history. Abraham, David, exile, Messiah. Abraham was the start of their nation when God made a promise to this man about his descendants. And David was the, the golden age. He was the best king ever. And under him, uh, the people had peace, they lived in this beautiful land that God had promised. Uh, he was with, it, with them. There was justice. There was righteousness. Everyone had enough to eat. Everyone was blessed. There was joy. A golden age. The problem was it didn't last. The kings after David, well, they turned away from God. They were God's people, but they started worshiping other gods. They didn't live his way. And after hundreds of years, well, they were kicked out. God had to send them out. He sent the Babylonians, and they destroyed the country. They burned the temple of God, and the people were taken away to another land, a thousand kilometers away across the desert, where, of course, you don't know the language, and it's weird, and you no longer have your nice farm, you're now a beggar, you're oppressed. I mean, can you imagine that? You have your, maybe your job here is nice, and you like Hong Kong, you like the hiking, and then they take you away to Siberia. And you have to suddenly make a living there, and you have nothing. You would feel you want to go back home. That is how they felt, and they still felt that way. Even though it's been 500 years since Babylon ended, but now it's the, the currently the Romans oppressing them, life is still not what it, want, what it should be. God isn't there. Uh, they don't have you know, the, all his blessings. They're, they're in exile. And then, yeah, that is where they feel themselves, and that is when what Jesus comes into. And, and that's not just them. You think, okay, that's their history. But the Bible says that's a picture for all of us. 
I mean, we sang that in Jesus Saves, right? It's a picture because the Bible starts with a golden age. The Bible starts with a beautiful garden where Adam and Eve live with God. And it's perfect and everything is good, but they turn away. They reject the God who made them, the God who loves them. And the result is they are sent out. And the result is that the world is, is broken. It was perfect and now, yeah, there's frustration and pain and hurt and, and suffering and, and death. And it's not just the world. We are different, right? We, we are selfish and we hurt people even when we don't want to. And that is the world we live in. The Bible says we are in exile. That is the problem. And, and the problem is, it's our fault. Why is the world like this? Well, it is because we turned away from the God who made us. That is the problem. Human, humanity is the problem because we have done this. And so, if that is a situation, who can help us? If we are barred from being with God, how can we get back to Him? How can we change a whole world? I mean, people try in so many ways to make things better. We, we, we look for, you know, your marriage is terrible. You think a different spouse might solve it. It, it won't. Um, a friend of mine, you know, he's had uh, four jobs in five years. Why? Because it's never perfect. He has a new job, and then after a few months, all oh, my colleagues, they're... Ah, they're, they're not helping, and so he switches to another job, and then ah, the working culture isn't great, and so he moves to another job. He is looking, you know, if I just can just find the right job, then things will be good. And yet he can never find it. You know, maybe you think, if I go to another country, maybe the working hours are better, but, you know, I'm sure it's still not great. Maybe independence, that won't solve all of our problems. You know, if the problem is this whole world, if this problem is all of humanity, who can help us? Who is there outside to help us? Well, I, I hope you feel and see where this is going, right? It's going to Jesus who came to save us from our sins. We're, you know, Israel was in exile, and then there's this guy, Joseph, and he's engaged to Mary teenage girl, uh, they're you know, engaged, they're pledged to be married, right? Uh, his mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Uh, as we see Jesus, the, 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 the key thing that, that Christmas brings out, that, that helps us understand Jesus, it's this fact that Jesus came from the outside. Uh, here's Mary, and it's from the Holy Spirit. I mean, five times Matthew makes clear the baby is not from Joseph. It's from the Holy Spirit. It's the virgin who will conceive. And you can imagine Joseph's situation, right? You know, he's pledged to be married. I don't know, wedding plans. But, uh, you know, Mary, something's wrong, right? His friends are telling him, hey, have you seen your, uh, you know, have you seen Mary recently? Clearly, it's not from him. He knows that. 
And so what does he do? It's a, it's a di- dilemma. I mean, he's a righteous man. He wants to do what God wants. And so marry someone who has been unfaithful. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah, um, so he thinks a quiet divorce is best. I mean, he doesn't want her to get stoned and those kind of things. But the baby is not Joseph's. Actually, that, that's a historical fact, it seems. There was, you know, people around that time, they wrote about Jesus, that his birth was illegitimate. They thought that maybe, uh, you know, a Roman soldier had taken advantage of Mary or, you know, uh, something like that. People write that he, he's, Jesus was known as someone from an illegitimate birth. But, of course, it wasn't a Roman soldier, isn't it? What does it say? Well, she was pregnant through the Holy Spirit. An angel appears, Joseph. No, no, just go on with the marriage because this baby is from God, the Holy Spirit. As promised in the Old Testament, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And he will be called Emmanuel. Who is this? Who comes into the womb, well, you will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. This baby is God come into the world. As we saw, God showed up. But I hope you see the, the symbolism. Jesus came from outside. Jesus didn't come from Joseph. He came from outside. And why did he come? Well, I, I hope you can see that. I mean, we've celebrated it. Verse 21. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus came, well, to get us out. Jesus came to get us out. I mean, as we saw before, you want someone to help you, they need to be different. They need to be someone who can do what you can't, who is different from you. I mean, Jesus was one of us. He was fully human. But the virgin birth says that, no, he was also different. You want someone who can do what you can't. And if you are in debt, you don't need another person who is also in debt. You need someone who is out of debt. If you're in a pit, you need someone who is out of the pit, who can get you out. If you are in exile, you need someone who is out of exile. If you need to be saved from your sins, you need someone without sin. If you are stuck in this world, you need someone who is from out of this world. And that is the wonderful message of Christmas. And isn't that something that is what we want? I don't know, uh, there's the... Thai boys in the cave, one of the stories last year, right? These 12 boys and their football coach, they were, yeah, they went cave exploring. The waters rose and they were stuck. And for days they were there and they couldn't get out. If they could have, they they would have. What did they need? They needed someone to come in from the outside. Someone who could do what they can't and to take them out again. And that is Jesus. The virgin birth, what we celebrate now, it shows, yeah, Jesus, he came from the outside. 
And how does he rescue us? Well, he takes our place. You want to know what Jesus did ultimately? He didn't just come and join us. He took our place. Exile is punishment for sin, and he took that punishment on himself, like someone who is in debt and someone else pays that debt, which, which costs him. Right? He, he takes the place. And ultimately on the cross as he dies, that is when Jesus fully experiences what we deserve. And that's why he came into the world. And now the result is we are free. Uh, we are no longer barred from being with God. We can you know, have a relationship with him now. And then later Jesus will come and make the world perfect. And we can be there. That is wonderful, right? When Jesus comes back, everything will be right and we can be there if he gets us out, if he pays for what we have done wrong. And so, yeah, I would love to tell you more about that. I think if much of this, if you're a visitor, will be new to you. I suggest you do this course, Christianity Explored. It's a great course we run here. Um, seven, uh, you can do it in four weeks, seven weeks, but it explores the Christian message. You know, who is Jesus? Why did he come? Uh, what does his death do? Uh, if you are interested, you know, take one of these welcome cards. And uh, if you ask, if it asks, what are you interested in? Christianity Explored. Uh, wonderful course. Let me encourage you to do that. Or maybe you already know uh, you need Jesus and you haven't come to him yet. Why don't you make this the best Christmas? You know, you can come to Jesus and yeah, he can take you back to God. But that is the, the great news of Christmas. We are in exile and we can't save ourselves, but Jesus came from outside. Why don't we, why don't we sing about that? Uh, we're going to sing our last carol, um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. This is also our time of offering. So uh, for church, family, this is your time to uh, yeah, uh, yeah, give your offerings. But if you're a visitor, please don't feel you need to give anything. This is uh, there for the church family. We want you to receive. But uh, let's stand and you know, celebrate the coming of Jesus. <laughs>